We're still waiting for an answer. And when I say we, I mean the family dairy farming community in Washington State, in Oregon, in Idaho, and others even beyond. Uh, waiting to see, waiting for an answer from top government officials who have, for whatever reason, and we can possibly get into that, and we've talked about this here on the program before, for whatever reason, have decided to go with bad science as uh, the apparent way that they want to deal with regulating uh, and and overseeing the dairy community, dairy farms, and, and this has to do with manure. And we talk about manure a lot on this program. Welcome back. Uh, this is The Farming Show here on KGMI News Talk 790, also known as the Save Family Farming Podcast, available on SoundCloud as well as iTunes. And you know, I should add some others to the list here, too. We should see if we can get on Spotify and some of those other places, too. Anyway, we're back here on the show. Yeah, we talk about manure a lot. Why? Because a lot of people are concerned about manure and it being handled appropriately. And this has been something that the, the dairy community here in Whatcom County, where we're broadcasting from, and all over Washington State and beyond, has taken increasingly seriously over the last 20 years. This is a big deal. What happens with manure? Anybody who listens to the show, again, knows that this is very important to a lot of folks. But the bottom line is here, federal regulators used bad science. We're calling it fraudulent as an organization. Again, I work for Save Family Farming, a group advocating for family farmers across Washington State. Fraudulent science, manipulating data to, and, and really in some cases almost making things up and using bogus testing methods to, to make up a story about manure in Washington state, making it appear that dairy manure is the cause of nitrate pollution in groundwater. This was specifically for the Yakima area, but the, the effects of this study and this bogus information that's been spread is affecting the dairy community across Washington state. Joining me right now is our president, for Safe Family Farming, Larry Stapp. Uh, and Larry, explain a little bit of the background. This this study that EPA did back in 2012, I guess what it become official in 2013, whatever the case, this has been hugely damaging, not just to the folks there in Yakima and the Yakima Valley where they, they performed the, the bogus tests, but all over the place. What, what, are, what have the impacts been so far? Well, good morning, Dylan, and uh, thanks for keeping up and fighting for us on this issue. This um, Yakima nitrate study was um, a study that was put together, but the outcome was determined before the study ever was put in place. And you're seeing more and more of that in uh, the government regulatory world, where they have an outcome, but they don't have any science to prove it, so they build a study around it good, bad, or otherwise, and that's exactly what we have going on right now in our dairy community. There is groundwater nitrate issues, not only in Whatcom County, where I live, but obviously in Yakima, and <clears throat> addressing them is just as important to any farmer, whether it be a berry or a dairy or potato or whatever. Nobody wants high nitrates in groundwater. The irony of this thing is that 
They think that groundwater nitrates can be solved in a matter of a couple of years by addressing certain issues, and that's what this study kind of tries to prove. When in actuality, groundwater nitrates, and it's been scientifically proven, can take 30 to 40 years to make the changes because of the way the nitrates uh, access the groundwater and the way you actually stop the nitrates from addressing the groundwater. So this this nitrate study was uh, used uh, in a um, litigation against uh, dairy farms, and it, for whatever reason, was uh, upheld in court because the court said, well, if EPA did the study, they deferred to them as being the authority and knowing what was going on. Over time, we've come to watch the uh, science that they're using to uh, do a lot of the collection and the sampling and, and everything, and we started to challenge them on a lot of these issues. And with the uh, change in administration and the change in the administration in Region 10 EPA, then we uh, started bringing a lot of these issues to the forefront. Probably two things that really stand out in my mind on this whole study is when the study was released for comments, the huge number of negative comments or comments that said this study can never or should never be used for regulatory or anything like that. And this was not just private companies, which there was a significant amount of them, but you brought on NRCS and the Conservation District and, and even tribes said this is not a good study. But it went forth. And when we started bringing, like I say, some of these issues to the awareness of EPA, the big one that came right to the surface is a study like this has to be peer-reviewed. And the peer review has certain criteria that uh, has to be followed, and there's different levels of peer review. Uh, you know, And the more that a study is used for enforcement and stuff like that, the higher the level of peer review. Well, when something like this was put together, the peer review was, the standards were pretty high, and it was published on EPA's uh, peer review website and everything like that. But over time, we come to find out that the peer review standard was lowered somewhere in there. The peer review was not held to the high standard that it should have been. Henceforth, this study that is being used by the litigation industry against the dairy community is a, well, for lack of a better word, we call it a fraudulent study that was not properly peer-reviewed, and it was um, a, a sad day for the dairy community. Now, there are several dairies, of course, that got caught up in the initial uh, lawsuits against them by, again, uh, the litigation industry, and they uh, settled it, but it's literally costing those dairies millions of dollars. Well, having gone, having this study have gone through courts, the litigation industry now can take this pretty much any place they want and say, okay, this is what we settled on. It was approved through a consent decree with uh, EPA, approved by the courts. So let's just go after whoever we want. We have asked EPA numerous times that and prove it with paperwork and documentation that it needs to be done properly, uh, peer-reviewed. And if the peer review comes out as the study being good, we will live with that. But we so thoroughly believe that the EPA peer review done was so was so poorly done that um, the study would get kicked out. Well, you know how uh, anybody does not like to say they did something wrong. So, kind of the the internal fight is going on 
um, for lack of a better word. I, mm-hmm. I, would, I wouldn't say it's a fight, but we we trying to address this and be upfront. And you know, we as a dairy community, we're willing to step up and do what we what we can, but we can't allow false. Uh, and bad studies to be used against us to do uh, tremendous damage to our dairy community. Save Family Farming President uh, Larry Stapp with us on the program. Of course, Whatcom County uh, dairy farmer um, talking about what's happened with this federal study with the EPA and and how they uh, falsified the information to reach the conclusion that they had decided on ahead of time, which is that Dairy farming is guilty of polluting groundwater, and it's dairies that are primarily to blame. That was the conclusion that they had in their minds before they started. They they went about their quote-unquote science uh, to prove that already set conclusion. It's very evident uh, when you look at how the science was performed that they set out to uh, prove their uh, preconceived notions, as, as Larry described earlier. And, you know, the the peer review process, yeah, it's a a technical, um, scientific, you know, point, not something that people always deal with with peer review. It's it's pretty heady stuff. But that process was designed exactly for this kind of situation, for this kind of bad science uh, to weed this stuff out. That's uh, what needs to be dealt with here. And Larry, when I hear people talk about it and we share stuff about this on Facebook, you know, or, or other places on social media, people are saying, well, why don't you want to know uh, what's going on with, with uh, dairy and groundwater? Or why, are you, why are you pushing for, you know, covering things up? We're, we're calling for exactly the opposite here. And we think that the, on multiple levels, this situation that's going on with EPA is the cover-up. And you even said it specifically yourself a moment ago, we want the truth, whether that's good or bad for the dairy community, whatever the case might be, we want the truth first and foremost, right? Absolutely. We want transparency. You know, I'm, I'm a dairy farmer. I would, uh, our family, we would much rather just be milking cows and, and taking care of the land and the soil. But having got involved in this, and I never even knew what a peer review was uh, uh, probably two years ago, and then there's all different categories of peer review. And, and you know, for lack of a better word, it's something that we shouldn't have to learn and know about. But sad to say, we just absolutely cannot trust our regulatory agencies because of the lack of transparency and, and things like that. And so we have to stand up for what's right and that's what we're trying to do and we're going to continue to try to do it well and that's why that level of accountability in the process of peer review especially for you know things studies information that is influential and this very clearly is um that that's why that whole process exists and what's frustrating is when it goes beyond that that process exists and it's be the process to hold this all accountable is the part that's now being ignored what do you do then? And that's kind of the frustrating part that we've been left with. Talk about, uh, and again, we're talking with Larry Stapp, president of Save Family Farming, the organization I work for in communication. Um, Talk about what we've been working on to try to deal with a situation where apparently the powers that be just decided the accountability process is not to be followed and they've just kind of carried on without it. 
You know, the other thing, and you can't blame them for fighting back because nobody wants to be said they did it wrong. And and I and I fully understand and recognize that, and they've probably to this point yet don't fully believe that they did something wrong. But we will always fight for the truth because truth will set us free. That is our philosophy and our goal. And if we mess up, we tell a lie, we'll we'll write it. But the truth is what we want to know. And to be honest with you, the truth makes a lot of people very uncomfortable. That is very accurate. Uh, and I've seen it over and over again, not just in this job, uh, but in a lot of different things that I've done. Um, this whole situation is, like I said, frustrating that the powers that be don't seem to be wanting to deal with their own accountability process and follow the steps that are set out for them to follow for accountability. Um, I think some people out there following, and we've been talking about this for quite a while now, it's pretty frustrating that there's still been no action, no real response um, from these folks at EPA Region 10 and even above their heads now that we've appealed to and sent documentation to. Um, and again, we're talking with Larry Stapp here. Larry, it's not that they don't know what our contentions are. They, they, it's not that they don't know what our concerns are. You've been involved in, in many of those meetings and, and developing relationships and really trying to communicate that. Talk about that. You even had the, the uh, Trump-appointed director of EPA Region 10, which is based in Seattle, but that's what, Alaska, uh, Idaho, Oregon, and Washington? Um, is what he oversees for the EPA. He actually came out to your farm, right? Yes, he did, and uh, and to this day, I still have a tremendous respect for him, um, uh, Mr. Chris Vladek, and, and I thoroughly like that gentleman. Um, we were just hoping that he could maybe step up to the plate a little bit more than what he has, but we'll still continue to uh, communicate with him, and uh, hopefully the, the, the transparency that we're asking for and uh, the truthfulness behind uh, the whole study and the situation will come forth. They call it the Yakima nitrate study, but it, as you said earlier, Dylan, it's got implications for whole EPA region 10 and even beyond if, uh, if some uh, litigation person wanted to take it up. Well, it's already had an effect here in western Washington. Talk a little bit about that. What, what difference this has made um, that, that really came from the east side of the hills what difference this has made over here on the west side already? Yeah, well, one of the real challenges we had was the, um, uh, the, the champion of the litigation industry, a um, fellow by the name of Charlie Tabot out of Oregon, moved into Whatcom County and started foying everybody and asking for their records and all that kind of stuff. And, and he did it through our local um, tribe here, which they had some shellfish beds closed and, and you can't blame them. They want to harvest shellfish just like we want to harvest milk and we want to harvest potatoes and we want to harvest berries. But that study was going to be the foundation of uh, lawsuits potentially in our dairy uh, community here in Whatcom County. And fortunately, um, through the um, common sense of the, um, uh, the uh, tribal um, um, chief, I can't think of his name right now, but uh, he he's kind of saw through this thing and he said, let's all work together. And mm -hmm. we all put our heads together and decided to work on issues together rather than go through the courts and all that kind of stuff. And so I'm so ever so thankful for that. We developed what we call the Portage Bay Partnership. And um, 
to to the credit of all parties involved, uh, a large portion of the shellfish beds have been reopened. But what that kind of did was um, took the wind out of the uh, uh, the focus of lawsuits, you might say, and knowing that we can do so much more together. So, uh, but it was very unsettling to the whole dairy community here, and it not only upset the whole dairy community so bad, but the berry people and the potato people and and cattle and and a lot of people jumped on board and said, you know what, we don't want this kind of stuff to um, destroy our uh, agriculture in Whatcom County. So, yes, it hit home here uh, very close and very personally. Well, we will see what happens next. Again, we've put information out to the public. Uh, we've made very specific calls and had multiple meetings uh, as an organization with EPA Region 10 and some of their top staff that were involved with this study from the get-go, as well as Chris Laddick, the uh, now uh, Region 10 administrator, um, and we're waiting for them to, to take action on this. We've also then requested um, that the director of the entire EPA, Andrew Wheeler, step in and do something. We've also put in a request, and we've talked about this here on the program as well. Our executive director, Gerald Barron, has been on the program with us talking about the, the request that we put into uh, the Federal Department of Justice for an investigation into what we believe to be some potentially criminal um, act actions that were taken to cover this this bad study up. Um, and, and still, from all of that, crickets as far as action being taken uh, to make this right. Again, as Larry said, to get to the truth and ultimately to get this study. This is the ultimate goal here, I think, Larry, if I'm correct, is to get this study redone um, and, and do it right and and find out what the truth is about nitrates in groundwater. Um, again, Larry Stapp, a local dairyman out here in Whatcom County, uh, with us on the program. He's president of Save Family Farming as well. We appreciate your time this morning, Larry, uh, talking about this, and, and we'll continue to wait and, and be in touch as we hope something happens here to, to make this right. We will continue to press on. We will not let this lie there is no doubt about that and uh, because it's it's jeopardizes the whole future of the whole dairy community uh, around and about so yep we're going to keep working on her absolutely thank you so much larry we appreciate it also want to say thank you to our sponsor this segment which is pape kenworth northwest brand new location on iowa street in bellingham thanks for being with us here on the farming show we continue